Hello and welcome to the very first episode. It's Tinder Trauma and TLC. Um, okay, so it's Valentine's Day. It makes sense that this is about failed Tinder dates, how about self-love, about all those things that we can possibly talk about, and a few little tips and tricks I've learned from the like few very few years that I've been in relationships, but also my experience dating is quite limited. Um Tinder dates especially, very, very limited. But yeah, let's just go through what I've learned and things that I hope will help you and tips of self-love that I hope will help you. So let's go through my Tinder dates. I mean, to explain a bit of background behind this, I have never, I've been in a relationship since I was about 14 and a half, 15, and all my relationships have been very much two years long or a year long, so I haven't tried Tinder until this year, okay? Uh, It was an experience. (laughs) I have met a few interesting people on there, a few people I probably won't ever speak to again, but, you know, and also there's new things that, like, Tinder was always the original, right? You know, Tinder just was the original, but then we've also got now Hinge and Bumble, so, I'd, I mean, I'd probably say the biggest difference between Tinder and, I'm, I mean, maybe it's just me, but Bumble is a bit irrelevant now. Maybe guys find it easier. Maybe guys prefer Bumble because it's, the girl has to make the first move. Blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think Bumble's a bit irrelevant at this point. I think it's mainly between Tinder and Hinge right now. Yeah, let's, like, talk about the differences between them. So, what I have experienced, if you haven't tried online dating before, this is probably going to be interesting to you. If you have tried it, you probably already know this, but Tinder is for, like, one-night stands. Tinder is for hookups. Tinder is for the people that you probably don't think you're going to see again. I mean, what, you put up two photos and write a bio. Some people don't even have bios. What's that about? If you don't have a bio, like, explain to me why please please explain to me why you don't why do you think that your face is interesting enough to get me to swipe on you it's i I don't know maybe i'm being too picky but tinder is one one thing and hinges can be the same i think it depends how you use it but i think there's a lot more of a variety of different people on there i think there's a lot more people who are looking for the same kind of thing more of a serious more of a I would like to consider the idea of a relationship whereas tinder is very much I'll speak to you and we'll go back to mine or yours and then we'll decide whether we want to do that again or not so back in the day back in the day <laughs> I've not been single that long um when I started I didn't know the difference. I didn't even know there was really hinge was really a thing. But when I started, so I went straight to Tinder. And so all these experiences that I have to tell you about are from Tinder. And just like things that I've learned. So when you go and you're talking to someone, so just to preface this, I was going and actually I wanted to connect with people. I I wasn't that interested in just meeting someone and going back to theirs because in all honesty, you can find anyone that will do that. You can message anyone on the internet and they'll do that. You don't have to go through Tinder for this. Well, 
that's from a girl's perspective, guys, you probably find it a bit harder, but oh well. I think finding someone that you have something in common with is so, so important because I experienced this where I turned up to a date and first of all, the guy told me that he was just going to leave halfway through because that's what he did with his last Tinder date, which I thought was so weird and probably should have been a red flag to go, okay, yeah, maybe cut this short and just go, but I didn't. And we had nothing in common. Okay, so I'm I'm sitting there in Turtle Bay, probably. <laughs> I'm sitting there and having cocktails and we have zero things in common, okay? The only thing that me and this guy have in common is that we both did art GCSE. Think about that for a moment. I'm sitting there in the middle of this cocktail bar, two or three cocktails in, and the only thing we can find in common is that we do both do art. So we pull up, I, I'm not even kidding, this guy gets out his phone, pulls up photos of his art GCSE sketchbook, and that is what we spoke about for a good, like, hour. So, if you're going on a Tinder date, make sure you know what the guy's like beforehand. Make sure you know, because... Make sure you have something in common, because it's just not worth it. Oh my gosh, it was the oddest experience of my life. And if that is anything I can pass on to you guys, is know who you're going to see. And not even in a creepy way, just in a don't waste your time. Don't waste their time, don't waste your time, you know? Another thing which is probably super obvious, um, I didn't realise how much people drink on these like Tinder dates, okay? I should probably have a subscription to Turtle Bay at this point. Why does everyone take, why do you take me there? I know that's like two for one majority of the time, but there are other bars and I, it wasn't even a lockdown at this point, this is like before the second lockdown. So there are other bars, okay guys? <laughs> Please branch out from Turtle Bay. But anyway, I digress. Eat before you go. Okay, I didn't know how much people drank on these things. And I'm fortunate enough that I can take quite a bit of alcohol. But my goodness. You will probably have at least four, like, four cocktails between you. So bare minimum you're having two cocktails. Bare minimum. Eat before you go, especially some of you skinny girls. Like, I know the alcohol goes through you. I've seen it. I have seen that alcohol go through you. Just eat. Or eat on the date. Like, they probably don't care. Probably. If they do care, they're an arsehole. You shouldn't be there anyway. But just eat before or during, please. Oh my gosh, you will make a fool of yourself. And you will start telling them some really horrific things. Trust me. Another thing is if you do eat before you go then you probably won't experience this, where you're in a calm, a content, a waved enough state that you think, do you know what's a really good idea? We should go meet my friends right now. Like, we we should totally go meet my friends right now. Like, they're all in, the, like, another bar having drinks. Let's just go, like, we'll, we won't sit with them, we'll just go in there and we'll just have some drinks. And no, they won't come over, I promise, they won't come over. Right, okay, girls, if you are waved and your friends are waved and they see you on a date do you really think they're not going to come over because i'm telling you now i have had that experience they come over they sit opposite you they start having a chat they start thinking you and this guy made like you guys get you look really good together no but like you look really good together you just do don't you think they look really good together no we just met 
mm -mm, we just met please please if you're if you feel weirded out and you ask your friends to go out and sit on like another table further along fair enough i completely understand that been there but don't let them come over ruins everything don't do it i mean if you want to salvage it i guess is have something up your sleeve okay that's my like another tip have something up your sleeve so one guy i was like i'm so bored i'm so bored of turtle bay my goodness and we decided to go to ikea for the day and it was actually so much fun you know when you go through all the doors and stuff like that i don't know i, I was gonna say maybe it's just me that finds that fun but i know for a fact it isn't just me that finds it fun most people do i know i went on a date with someone who found it fun so it is good it's a good laugh have something up your sleeve to do different so ikea but then also someone else we played twister okay <laughs> before it started before i even went over to his they um i was like i'm so bored of just doing this this and this like it just everything's the same so i convinced him that he should buy twister so that was something for us to do it's an icebreaker it is a good laugh especially when you've had a few drinks but also it just makes it different things stand out in your mind like any anyone can go to turtle bay have a few drinks and go back to someone's that's boring don't be boring and speaking of not being boring a good tip that again probably would be common knowledge or would be something you would think about if you're going on a date make sure you can speak the same language as them right okay so <laughs> this story comes up a few times because he did have quite a cool name but he was french um i haven't done french since year nine so i haven't done french since i was about 15 okay i haven't spoken french like a word of french since then so i'm on this date and this guy speaks french and i mean barely a word of english type french okay the conversation was hard enough when we were sober as soon as we got drunk it went a whole nother way the magician started turning up that didn't help the situation the accent was so thick i just I, I didn't and after a few drinks especially if you are going out for drinks please 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 don't make things worse for yourself know what's going on but i mean at the end of the day everything you do everything you do for these tinder things you're likely to get a funny story out of them and isn't that half the fun you know coming back next morning going into your housemate's room and going you will never guess what just happened i think it is i mean that's all i've got it got from that experience so we're gonna say it is to make myself feel better yeah yay however there will always be that one boy there will always be that one dickhead who thinks he is god's gift to women he is god's gift to the earth he's not he's not and the way that i found out about these men is i left some person's house and they decided that the nicest way they could say goodbye to me was to shut the door in my face i stepped outside no, i wasn't even on the front step yet it was half outside and i know they shut the door in my face because i felt it close on my back the door pushed me out of the doorway okay these boys exist 
stay away. And you know what the worst thing is? They seem like the nicest. They seem so nice to you. Saying, no, come over in the daytime. Like, let's just chill. They will seem like the nicest creatures. But oh my god, if you upset them, they turn into the most menopausal, like, emotionally unstable creature to exist. It's awful. Um, and they're really hard to spot. So good luck with that. Can't really help you with that. I just thought you'd be aware of it. I guess really the next section should be on how to know like when you found that right person and how to know what it is when you found like a good one because I think I've had a lot of experience in this because obviously I've been in a lot of relationships and relationship to relationship I can tell the difference between them obviously I can tell which ones were puppy love and which ones were a little bit more real and which ones I wished would have lasted longer or which ones I'm glad they ended up when they did or which ones should have lasted like a little bit earlier but regardless I just I think there are really big signifiers in your emotional well-being and your mental health and how they treat you and how you feel treated by them which really like give you a good idea that you're really onto a good one here so let me share some of them with you i would probably say that if you can a hundred percent be yourself with someone then you know like they're gonna be a good person if you can a hundred percent be yourself with absolutely no ambitions with that person and they take you like take all of you take absolutely every aspect of yourself then that's such a good person for you you don't have to hide you don't have to pretend to be something you are you want to be with someone you know who makes you feel happy and content after you spent time with them you don't want to be with someone that drains you or makes you feel guilty for leaving them or having time apart from them because everyone needs time to re-energize recharge by themselves and you shouldn't feel guilty for doing that you know you need to feel happy that you've been with them not feeling upset that you've got to leave them I mean it's okay to feel sad but you shouldn't be upset similarly like you want someone who's going to encourage you to follow your dreams you want someone that's going to support you you know gives you that confidence to be you and unashamed like about who you are that's just so important to have that support that level of support is incredible and when you find someone that just supports you if you say I want to do this I want to give this a go and someone's like yeah do it I think you'd be good at it I think or even just I think there might be some things you might want to work on but of course like let's figure out how you can do that like let's figure out how we can get through and do this you know someone who supports you through the ups and downs okay you want someone that never put you down for having these downs because we all have off days that was probably the most hurtful thing that anyone has ever said to me was that about my mental health it was that was the hardest thing to hear from someone that I loved you know like that was painful and someone who does that to you is not the right person for you and as hard as that is 
anyone who does anything that goes against you or doesn't support you or doesn't feel like they're there for you 100%, that's not the right person. They might be lovely and they might do everything else right, but if something doesn't feel right, then that's probably not right. And that's okay. It's okay to say, you are such a nice person. You are an incredible person. But I just don't think that we're the right fit. And that's okay to say to someone. I think there's a lot of fear of saying that to someone, whether it's because you think they might react badly or whether that's because you think that you're going to end up hurting them. But to be honest, hurting them then and them getting upset about it then is going to be so much less painful than if you were to say this to them in a couple months' time, couple years' time, whenever. You know, I think honesty is the biggest thing. If you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it and you've got to be clear on that. There are things that we have been shown and things that we have been told about passion and love and having that spark and having that fiery, like, a lot of just love and lust for each other. But there's a difference between love and lust, first of all. Love is unconditional. Love will never, ever fade is what the aim is. Like, love love for an animal, a pet. So love for your dog. Your dog loves you unconditionally. That is love. That's not lust. Lust is going after something that you find desirable, you find attractive, but it's not unconditional because if that aspect of them changes, you're not going to want them anymore. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. They are two different things and you've got to establish what that is. What is it that you're feeling towards that person? Are you feeling lust or are you feeling love? And make that clear, you know, because you've got to know what type of emotion you want to receive. And the only way you can know that is to look at what you're looking at them. I hope that makes sense. Because it's true. If you're looking at someone you think, wow, they are really attractive. And then you realise that that's lust. You just like them because they're attractive. Their personality you couldn't really care less about. Well, then that's going to be a problem because what if they fall for you, first of all, and then you've got to deal with that situation of going, no, I never meant for that to happen because that's not how I feel about, like how I feel about you. Or they're just going to be giving you the same thing. And then if you fall in love with them and you fall in love with their personality, they're sitting there looking at you going, I thought we both understood that this was based pretty on lust, you know? It will always by far be better to be alone than to settle for something that you know is not good enough for you and this is something I'm really struggling with I find this probably one of the hardest things to deal with um for relationships but I had an ex who loved with all my heart could not possibly love this guy more and our relationship felt unloved and I felt scared that if I addressed that with him I would lose him okay and that wasn't probably the best way to go about things but I had that fear that if I said anything if I said I'm not happy because I feel unloved that he would say well I'm doing as much as I can so I'll walk away because you're not you're not accepting that this is all I can possibly do for you okay and for whatever reason I accepted that I thought 
it's better to just say nothing and I'll just deal with it. Um, newsflash, it was not better to say nothing. It ended up in a series of events that ended us breaking up and only now looking back on it do I identify why those things happened um, because I'm no longer in that situation. I no longer have that fear of losing them because I've already lost them, you know? So I think you've got to know that it's better to be alone than to settle because those things, I, I should never have been scared to say I feel unloved because that's the whole point of relationship. The point of relationship is because you're in love and they should be in love with you too and you feel loved and it's happy and it's great and if you don't feel like that, you've got to change it. You, if that means leaving, then yeah, you will probably be happier alone. If that's the, if the situation you're in is that you love someone with all your heart and they make you feel unloved, you're probably better alone. You probably are. You will, it will hurt. It will hurt a lot, but it will be better in the long run and you know that. Deep down, you know that. When you think about that, you know that. And that's why you get upset. I think we all know that. It's true. But to end that very sad story that he, we were in that situation, I am now in a situation where people are doing things for me that I could only have dreamed that he would do those things for me. And I thought it was too much for me to ask for those types of things. Now, looking back on it, wow, I was so unhappy. Wow, I was settling. It's just, you will find someone better. Trust me, you will find someone better than that. You will find someone that will 100% give you more. And those things that you think, oh, they're really small things, it doesn't really matter. It does matter. And you will find someone that will give you those things without a second of hesitation. Now, all of these next bits are all about how you give yourself self-love and TLC and just how to avoid those people that, you know, aren't going to give you the best and you deserve the best. You know you deserve the best. Of course you do. There's no reason why you wouldn't. But if you're in a situation where you're still having to guess what someone feels about you, you deserve better than that, okay? You need someone that's going to show you off, that's going to show you everything, it's going to give you everything you possibly would want. You want that person. You don't want to have to be second-guessing yourself. You don't want to have to be thinking, oh, if I do this, will he take it the wrong way? No, you're just getting him a gift. And you should know that that's okay because you should know how he feels about you. I'm in this situation now. going to be honest, I'm in this situation now. I don't know how he feels about me. But what I do know is that I deserve better than that. I don't need to be wasting my time because you know what? Your time, your energy, absolutely everything that you are, it is a privilege for people to know that. It is a privilege for you to spend time on people. It is a privilege for you to spend energy on people. It is a privilege for those people to be getting that time and energy from you. And if you're not getting that back... You deserve better. You deserve better than that. You deserve someone who's going to give it to you back, you know? So, move on. If they're not telling you what you want to hear, if they're not giving you any guidance or clear thoughts and conversations and giving you that closure, if you need the closure, whatever it is, move on, okay? Let's go. Move on. And you know what? It is okay to say 
not everyone deserves that privilege of getting to know me. Not everyone deserves that privilege of having me in their life. It's okay to say that because no one in the entire world is worth your mental health and your mental well-being, okay? Not a single soul on this planet is worth you sacrificing your mental or or physical well-being. So get that in you right now, take it, absorb it, let that be your mantra, let that be something you say to yourself every morning, no one is worth compromising that for. Another bit of self-love and self-realization that we need to have is that when you're in a situation, you will never regret being nice to someone, okay? So live your life with that. You will never regret being nice to someone because what you did in that time was you being strong in your judgment and you sticking to what you believe to be right if they decide to fault that, if they decide to go against that, that's not because of you. You've got to give people benefit of the doubt. You, At the end of the day, you want to look back and go, did I do everything to sound judgment? Did I do everything that I believe is right today? And everything that I did, did I do it out of being nice to people? Was I spiteful? No. Everything. You should be able to look back on almost every single day and think, I am comfortable in all the decisions that I made today. And that self-love, that is allowing yourself to be the best version of yourself. Because if you truly believe that everything you did today was in sound judgment, then you cannot be better than that. And that is okay. Even if things go wrong, it's okay because you stuck to who you are and you were true to what you believe in. And that's all, that's all anyone can ever ask of you. So that's okay. And that's good. And you know what? If things go wrong, okay? You give people benefit of the doubt and they take advantage of that. Things go wrong. But you don't need to live in your past mistakes, okay? I feel like we hold on to a lot of that. We hold on to things we have done wrong and things that we don't need to hold on because it hurts. It hurts to hold on to these things, whether it be relationships, whether it be a career mistake, whether it be a friendship mistake, whatever it is, mistakes we hold on to. And it hurts. It really hurts. And some people use that pain to drive them. But at the end of the day, they're going to have rope burn on their hands. Do you know what I mean? Like you're holding on to it so tight, it's going to hurt. You don't need to put yourself through that pain, but just learn from it. There's absolutely no reason for you to still harbour all that pain. Just learn from it. Don't do it again. Because you don't have to live in it. You don't have to live with that pain. But you have to take note. If you don't take note of what happened, your actions and the responses to that, then you're not going to learn. You're not going to move on. And that mistake might happen again and then cause you more pain because that's two things now you've got to carry that you've done that twice. You've got to live and learn. That's what we want. Live and learn. And finally, anything that you do decide to do, and if you love it, it will never be a waste of time. Okay, so I'm in this situation right now. I don't know what I want to do. I have a passion for making my university a better place for students. Because right now, 
it's not the best, in all honesty. Yes, okay, coronavirus, blah, blah, blah. But I have a passion for that, and I that's something I want to change. And that love or passion, if you follow that route, it will never, ever be a waste of time. Again, it might be a mistake, but what are we going to do? We're going to learn from it. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with making mistakes. There's nothing wrong with deciding you want to do one uni degree, getting to the end of it, graduating, have a year into your grad job and going, my goodness, I wish I had done geography at university. Well, I mean, if you're picking geography, probably just stay where you are. But no, the point is, if you think you love something, it's not a waste of time. And you know who I admire for that? And I really do. Like This is one thing that I really, really admire is students of the arts. Because if we think about it, students of the arts, they're very, very undervalued. They don't often get the best reputation. And the arts are very underpaid. The people who choose to dedicate their life to the arts have a love for that. Because there is no way you'd put yourself in that situation if you did not love what you do. And I'm sure you can ask many, many artists and think, and ask them, do you think it was a mistake you doing art? Do you think it was a mistake you not going and getting a proper degree or a real degree or not even going to uni at all? And some might say yes. Some might say that they wanted to do that, but likelihood is if they genuinely believe that, they probably will go back and do something different. But majority of people in the arts that I've spoken to say that, you know, it's it's their passion. It's what they love to do. It's what they want to do all their life. Because if you love it, it's not a mistake. It's not a waste of time. It's what you love. And if you if it's what you love, then great. And I think you need to apply that to all aspects of your life. So let's take it back full, full, full circle right now. Applying that to all aspects of your life. If you love it, it's not going to be a waste of time. If you love your friends... You taking time out of your day to call them, to Skype them because social distancing, whatever it is, take time out of your day to do that. That's not a waste of time. Yes, okay, maybe your dissertation is due in two weeks, but your mental health, their mental health and the love that you have for them as a friend, it's not a waste of time seeing them. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't think that you constantly have to be on all the time because you don't. And... A lot of people put that pressure on themselves and it's not not worth it. It's really not worth it. So yes, if you love your degree, it's not a waste of time, no matter what your parents say, or your friends, or your aunts, uncles, whatever. It's not a waste of time. If you love your friends, taking time out of your day to go see them, speak to them, call them, whatever, not a waste of your time. If you love someone with all your heart, spending time with them is not going to be a waste of your time. I think that's something really important to remember. It's your life. Live it to the full. Because everyone knows we only have one. And that's, that's a hard, hard thing. And... With that, I am going to love you and leave you because 
it's Valentine's Day. We all want to have a nice, lovely, lovely time. And I hope that helps. I mean, wow, that's quite a lot. Tinder. <laughs> Don't think I'd ever use that again. I've... It's hard. It's a hard one to deal with. Hinge, potentially. Nicer people on there. In in my experience, if you're only on Tinder, don't be like, oh, I'm a nice person. I'm sure you are, but go on Hinge. There are more nice people. Again, know when you've got a good one and when someone values you. And value them. It's not one way. They shouldn't just worship you. If that's if Don't manipulate that. Don't use that. That's the lowest of the low. Don't do that. And also self-love. Talk about what you need to do to love yourself and benefit yourself, you know? But yeah, people who know me will find this really weird because I don't do daily affirmations. I don't, I'm not the most positive person in the world. I do think a lot of the world is glass half empty and I fully agree with that. I am very much a glass half empty person. However, one thing that no one can ever argue with is I know my own self-worth. Some may call it egotistical, which I've been told a few times, but it's not. I just won't let myself be treated in a bad way. And unfortunately, I was in a situation where I allowed that to happen because of my own emotions, and sometimes that happens. But the thing is, you've got to know when to get out, and you've got to know when it's worth fighting for. If that person's open to change and you're open to change and you're open to working on this thing together, then fine. But also value yourself. And if you're not getting the love, the satisfaction that you want, that you need, and the help to grow, then leave. Easier said than done, I know. But anyway, that is all from me. I have actually really enjoyed this. I think I went down so many tangents, but next week I have absolutely no idea what I'm going to do. We shall see. Anyway, love you and leave you. Thank you for listening.